Hey everyone, this is Life Fitness Podcast, episode 98. Wow. We are so close to 100. We're old. <laughs> let's just... Mature. No, Let's that's just break up with uh, referring to the podcast number, anything to do with age. But, I think that okay. we should move on from the age. But it's 98 episodes in. What else am I supposed to do? Well, we're going to die soon then. Oh, that's terrible. If you think about it like that. All right. 98... Bottles of beer on the wall. Chocolate chip no. cookies. <laughs> 98 chocolate chip cookies. 98 chocolate chip cookies. That's okay. 98 minutes of homework. Ugh. There's a lot of ways we could look at 98. <laughs> 98 minutes of movement. Yeah, there we go. I mm-hmm. like that one best. That's way more fun. Way more fun. I don't know. Cookies? I think two. 98 cookies would make me sick. So. Oh, it makes it gives me a bellyache to even think about it. Yeah. That would be awful. We need a better intro. The last two weekends have made me incredibly anxious for spring. Oh my gosh. I understand. Yeah. I can really. I, I, I told Armando, I'm like, you know what? I don't even want it to look sunny and pretty outside because when I step out there, it's 20 something <laughs> degrees and it's cold. It's just misleading. Because the sunshine makes you like, oh, we should go outside. Yeah. And then you get out there and you're like, never mind. We should go back inside. Yeah. We uh, wind chill. And- we went to Boise on Saturday just to go where it was warmer. Like, was it warmer? It was, I mean, it wasn't like 55 degrees, but it was warmer than it was here. Like, all I wanted to do was walk with my dogs with a cup of coffee in my hand on the green belt in Boise, and that's what we did. Very nice. And we had lunch, and we went to Costco and we came home. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a bad day. It was great. It was, I just needed, I needed a break. I needed to not do any tasks like mm-hmm. I have all these things I feel like I, I quote unquote, you right now should be doing mm-hmm. and I need to just take a break mm-hmm. and I will be more productive on the other side and yeah that's exactly what happened nice so what's, I don't, I'm not taking 22 hours of college credit stupid. Like I'm so close like I just have to keep my focus if I could diagnose I would diagnose you with senioritis because <laughs> that's what you have an exhaustion <laughs> Senioritis and exhaustion. Yeah. yeah. But I will be done soon ish. I don't know. Somebody the other day was like, You're almost done. By September, you'll be done. I'm like, Do not talk to me like that. Yeah, that's like. That sounds awful. At mile 24 of a marathon, somebody's saying, You're almost done. Yeah. No. You're like, Screw you. Until you can see the finish line, you are not almost done. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell me I'm almost done. Summer term could be really light depending on how I proceed. It Uh could be really light and easy and enjoyable if I get to just take two credits of writing classes. Uh That would be awesome. Um, That's how it could look. That's option B. And I'm really (laughs) hoping for option B because option A is a little more strenuous. Uh But option B means that how I'm feeling right now Uh (laughs) will not end until June. Yeah. It's okay. (sighs) Deep breaths. How's your gut health? <laughs> Let's talk about transition. My gut health is actually very good, but uh-huh. how how could we, Angie, help others? We're going to talk to people about their gut health today. Yeah. It's, it's, in, it's curious to me how often people just resign themselves to they have digestive issues. Like, this, I, is, yeah. this is just how... I am. I get bloated after I eat. I burp all the time. I have indigestion. I poop every four days. Like, mm-hmm. they just, this is how my body is when it doesn't 
have to be that way. I think as a person who's been in that place, it's partly because medical professionals are so lost when it yeah. comes to like, yeah. oh, I don't know. I guess you're just, yeah. you know, change your diet. Here, or take a, take a, here's an antacid. Antacid. That was the word I was searching for that was not coming yeah. to me. It's just, I feel like there's such a lack of basic knowledge. Like mm-hmm. we have all this complex knowledge about the worst case scenarios, mm-hmm. but like, basics are lacking the most simple things can be so Mm -hmm. helpful and impactful on your digestion which then influences your health as a whole right your gut your microbiome in Mm -hmm. your digestive tract is the basis for every health system in your body Mm -hmm. for your i mean not only your digestive health your heart health your mental health your, I mean, everything, your immune system, all of it. Right. So the the littlest things that we can do to influence your gut microbiome and the health of your digestive system will then trickle down effect, help everything else. Yes. Yes. So let's um let's go through a few things that could help. Okay. Starting with, sounds really dumb, and you're gonna be like, really, Angie? That's what I need to do. <laughs> Number one, chew your food. Oh, this is not dumb. Slow down mm-hmm. and chew your food. Mm-hmm. Getting your food into a state that your uh, small intestine can recognize it as the nutrients that it is, and it's not still in this like clunkety, half broken down state. Ugh. Imagine if you didn't have a stomach. Imagine if you didn't have a stomach. Yeah. There's like, so, so it's interesting because you do, because Armando doesn't have a stomach, at first you're like, what the heck do you even need a stomach for? Like, this guy eats pretty normal and he's not super limited. Uh huh. Like, why do we even need an organ that has issues? <laughs> um, but this is like the number one thing. Like, he has to really chew his food and slow down. Yeah. Um, or physically, the food will not go down. Yeah. So. Yeah, because your your stomach, your stomach itself, not the rest of the organs of your digestive tract, right. but your stomach itself is for mechanical and chemical breakdown of mm-hmm. your food, right? Mm-hmm. So. In Armando's case, where he doesn't have the option for that mechanical and chemical breakdown, his mouth's got to do it. His <laughs> mouth has to do it. We have the luxury of both things. Mm-hmm. So, in chewing your food, um, you are allowing your stomach to be able to do its job more yeah. effectively. Because it really, I mean, your stomach can only break down so much. Yep. So if you're seeing undigested food mm-hmm. in the toilet, yes, maybe chewing. Chewing. Could I was be. just reminded when my dad taught my sister and I to drive in the winter, he said, you drive like you don't have any brakes. Like, that's how fast you should drive, is drive like you don't have any brakes. And when you said, imagine if you don't have a stomach, I'm like, we should chew our food as if we don't have a stomach. Yes, <laughs> we should. And eat a little slower. Like Yes. He, I'm I'm not a good example of slow eating. Like I've it's a goal of mine always to mm-hmm. eat slower and I'm constantly reminded because prior to losing a stomach, Armando was a slow eater. Uh-huh. So he's always been a very, very slow eater and now it's like 
<laughs> it is. We always leave him at the table. Like I feel bad, but he's always <laughs> still eating for like twenty minutes after we're done. But yeah, slow and enjoy and like and and taking time to. I mean, if you are a person that prays before you eat, mm -hmm. take that time or give some gratitude for the food that is in front of you. Mm -hmm. Like that will also improve your digestion. It helps to contribute to this cephalic phase, it's mm -hmm. called, of your digestion, where it's like the anticipatory phase where mm -hmm. you're thinking about your food. Yeah. Take a moment for gratitude. Chew your food well. Slow down when you're eating, mm -hmm. which will then also help with number four, which is don't overeat. Mm -hmm. Like stuffing your stomach so full. Oh, that is yeah, that not helpful in your gut. Did we miss health. two and three, or did I number fall one asleep? chew okay. your food? <laughs> I'm like, wait, how did we get to four? What was two? <laughs> Number one, chew your food. Number two, slow down. Okay, gotcha. Number three, take time and be grateful okay. for your food. Okay? Number four, now I just lost it. You just said it. I know. It just went out of my... Oh, don't overeat. Yeah, there we go. Really, you just didn't number them. That's how I I really should have like made some numbered notes and not just be going off the fly here. Right. So, like, those are... None of those things require a pill. None of those things require a prescription. Like, those are all very simple, very basic things that can be done to influence how your food meets. The phrase that's coming to mind is where food meets physiology, which mm -hmm. is something that my teacher and mentor, Andrea, in my full body systems class talked about all the time, like influencing where your food meets your physiology. And those things are all things that every one of us can do. Mm -hmm. So one, two, three, four. Okay. Got it? Five. Five. I'm ready for another one. <laughs> all right. Um, do you intentionally, Brittany Garcia, take in fermented foods? I have. Mm -hmm. it's I'm just not, curious. It's not something I really enjoy, uh -huh. and so it's something I really have to force. Uh huh. Um, so no, but I do take a probiotic. Good. Yeah. Because I, in fact, what's interesting is I've run out of my probiotics for about a week now. Uh huh. And I've started having a little indigestion after lunch, mm. and so. I started taking one of my um, digestive enzymes and it immediately went away. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I think that because every time I run out of that probiotic, mm -hmm. I will start to have a little bit of indigestion. So I really think that yeah. makes a difference. Yeah. The probiotics Lindsay has me on are just so expensive and mm -hmm. I run out, you know, every... 60 days or yeah, something. Yeah. Maybe it's only 30. Uh -huh. And so I'm always like, dang it, I have to buy more. And yeah. 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 I've been experimenting with probiotics for that, that same reason, mm -hmm. trying to find one that works for me that is a lesser price. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, when it comes to probiotics, a lot of the time, you it is, you, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Um, a chewy little gummy thing that you get at the Walmart I mean, certainly better than nothing, but it is not going to be your best option when it yeah. comes to probiotics and getting those 
beneficial bacteria into your gut so that they can fight the bacteria that we don't want there and create mm-hmm. a good healthy environment in your microbiome is something that we want and taking probiotics and eating fermented foods on a regular basis are things that will help with that i um recommend people i or do you fall in the sauerkraut camp? Do you like sauerkraut? It's okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not like a huge fan. I don't like. Of sauerkraut. What do you, just eating it by itself is weird. Yeah. So here's, <laughs> yeah, here's the thing with fermented foods like sauerkraut and kimchi, you don't have to eat like a gallon of it. Right. Like a forkful is mm-hmm. enough. So just putting a little bit, I got some kimchi that was made with beets that I oh, really I, I'm trying to think of the brand they Wild have. Brine. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Wild Brine mm-hmm. is a great one. And I would put a little on my little egg scramble hash thing in the mm-hmm. morning. Like it doesn't take a lot to be beneficial. So yeah. I think that's something that's important to make note to people that it doesn't take. There's one Wild Brine makes that's like dill. Oh, like it, it tastes like a pickle, and I like that one. Nice. There is um, garlic dill, I think, or something. They do make a like a sriracha ish yeah, kind that. of hot mm-hmm. sauce that is fermented. Yeah. That um, it's too hot for me. I'm a weenie when it mm-hmm. comes to spice, but yes. But other people, other like people it. might not know, but yes, yeah, I like that. I bought that, and we went through a whole thing with mm-hmm. it. So it's one of those things where like. I'll buy it, we'll eat it all, and then I'm not excited to buy more because it's not my favorite thing. Yeah. So then I don't, don't for a while. Yeah. But after writing a 10-page research paper about supplements, uh-huh. I will not take anything that's not recommended to me by a professional. Yeah. Because I just research the crap out of mm-hmm. how many times what is in a supplement is not actually in a supplement. Well, and that's where, you know, I am all about food. So I'm not going to take a gummy. Right? (laughs) Like, I am all all about food. And if you can, from a forkful of kimchi or a bottle of kombucha, like, Mm -hmm. I have found a couple of different flavors of kombucha that I really enjoy. Like, I'm not a huge, um, like, coconut fan. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of them that have coconut flavoring. And then I'm like, oh, that's Mm -hmm. just not my thing. Um, and a lot of them you have to be careful because if they taste good, then they're full of sugar, which is then detrimental. Mm-hmm. Like the bacteria is just going to eat the sugar and not what is in your gut that we want it to mm-hmm. eat. But I have found um, a couple of different flavors of kombucha that I really like, and I drink that on a regular basis to get some good bacteria. There's also, you won't like it because it does taste like coconut. Okay. But there's a quote-unquote yogurt. And when I say, it's because a serving is two tablespoons. Okay. And it's called the Coconut Cult. Okay. And I actually, a long time ago, asked Nature's Pantry to get it in because Uh shipping it, because it has to stay cold, Uh is super expensive. Uh And um, a naturopath had recommended it to me. And they finally, Nature's Pantry, like, two years later, they finally carry it. Uh-huh. And it's really tasty. It's pretty high in fat because it's, like, uh-huh. full-fat coconut product. Uh-huh. But, yeah, you only need two tablespoons of it. Nice. And it's got a lot of probiotics in That's it. That's good to know. It's been recommended to me by two different professionals. So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they do sell it there. Yeah, that's where, like, I don't advocate, like, an Activia or anything yeah. because, I mean, it's a bunch of sugar and it's dairy yeah. and, it, like, it's completely counterproductive to what you're actually trying to And Activia probably doesn't have any do. more than your other Greek yogurts. Yeah, so <laughs> that's not something that I would uh, advocate for at all. But if you can do those things, simply slow down and enjoy your food mm-hmm. and increase the bacteria, good bacteria that you're putting in with probiotics and digestive enzymes, definitely going to influence things hugely. Um, and this may or may not seem obvious to people, but the more whole food that you can eat and the less processed crap that you put in is only going to be beneficial to your gut health yes. as well. Like, because then you're taking out just junk. I mean, mm-hmm. things that aren't beneficial and putting in things that have more nutritional density mm-hmm. to them. So there's also, you know, drink more water. Whoop! Wouldn't mm-hmm. that be? Maybe not at the same time that you eat. Maybe, wouldn't that be a novel <laughs> idea to in- increase your hydration and in taking in more whole foods you're going to whether it's intentionally or not increase the amount of fiber that you're taking in Mm -hmm. fiber water makes good poop Mm -hmm. everybody poops (laughs) we do all of us well everybody should maybe maybe if you're not everybody should poop like daily but you're not not. (laughs) then um let's let's chat about Mm -hmm. the things that we could do to influence it we just talked about them so there it is yeah um exercise is another huge one Mm -hmm. that is beneficial for digestion in the um wellness project group that i'm doing right now last week we were all talking about exercise and movement and one of the posts i made was i can't be the only person that has been out for a walk or a run and like all of a sudden I'm about to have a personal emergency. Like (laughs) things are moving through. So exercise is hugely beneficial Mm -hmm. to your digestive health. It helps with peristalsis, which is that natural sort of churning and moving of your food through your stomach, Mm -hmm. your small intestine, your large intestine, and then out. So those are my big points in improving gut health and none of them have to do with a prescription. Yeah. And I'll add just because I had been like, I started on a rough path to get to my digestive health place I Uh am now. Uh And some of the interesting things I learned about myself through working with uh, Lindsay and another professional, it's interesting because so when you do like an elimination diet like you do with your clients uh-huh. if you can really figure out what kind of foods just don't yeah make you that make you irregular or the opposite or whatever it is like i really i i was able to figure out what those foods were and for me the biggest one of the biggest issues is i either really struggled with like chronic diarrhea or chronic constipation uh-huh. and the chronic constipation was way worse mm-hmm. and I found that there were some grains mm-hmm. that when I ate them I just like they stopped me up yep. and so figuring those things out and none of them were unhealthy like oatmeal yep. if I eat oatmeal it's just like mm-hmm. nothing's coming yep. <laughs> nothing's happening uh-huh. um, but so, you can do rice just yeah fine. but I can do rice is like 
probably the food I eat the most in mm-hmm. for, in different forms, uh-huh. simply because it does not bother me. Yeah. Um, and like, I can't do corn. Right. Corn and Once I you, do not get along. Yeah. And if you just figure these things out, um, another one that kind of goes with that rest and digest is... Mm-hmm. So a lot of people who don't go to the bathroom in the morning that wish that they did, Mm -hmm. this is something that has worked for me. Like, I have to wake up, and I'll drink some coffee and just sit still and Uh be relaxed in the morning, Uh and then I'm able to go to the bathroom. If I jump out of bed and, like, get rushing around and go straight out to the gym, I won't go to the bathroom all day. Really? But if I... Uh totally having a poop episode yeah but it's it's a really good tell of what's going on inside yeah but it's taken me years to figure this out like this is why I wake up and an hour before I work out is because there's that whole and maybe it's like 45 minutes some days but I have to just wake up and be chill for a little bit Mm -hmm. if I just rush right into everything it's like that my digestion isn't as good that day. I do not have a bowel movement, which then leads me to feeling uncomfortable and kind of crampy, like I need to, but I never will. Interesting. So, and it's the same way if I eat on the go. Like I have three very intentional breaks every single day. Uh-huh. I eat my breakfast sitting down at my table, calm. Mm-hmm. I eat lunch somewhere, normally my office or my house, uh-huh. same situation. And I eat dinner sitting down. Just mm-hmm. be, If I don't, I like have just cramps and discomfort in my stomach because I ate too fast and I was doing stuff while I was eating. And uh-huh. I think most people will also feel like they're still hungry if they're multitasking while they're eating. Yeah, because how can you listen to mm-hmm. your hunger and satiety right. signals mm-hmm. if you are checking your email or right. scrolling Instagram or mm-hmm. whatever? Right. Um, how how can you pay attention to those mm-hmm. things? Yeah, so those are like my biggest things that I found really helped me. And then like at some point there is a chance that you have some kind of bacterial overgrowth something mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Cuz once I got all that figured out and it was just a matter of applying those daily habits yep. of what helps me digestively. Mm-hmm. Um And like I said, I know when I have, like, a little indigestion or something, like, there's something up, right? So it's typically a bacteria balance kind of thing. Because how many people, Angie, think that they need to take an antacid because they have heartburn? Oh. That actually... Yeah. So many think that, but the problem is more likely that they have low stomach acid. Like, it makes Mm -hmm. sense if you think about it. Like, I've been having salmon for lunch a lot, Uh and there was a couple days where I just started burping salmon, like, two hours later. Uh I'm like, that is unusual. I don't know. This was my first cue, right? Uh And why on earth would, like, high stomach acid cause that if you think about what the purpose of that stomach acid is to break down your food exactly to get it to go away clearly it's not breaking down because uh-huh. it's trying to come back it's up still there so i just took a digestive enzyme the next two days with lunch and mm-hmm. like the problem went away yeah so yeah it's it's incredibly common actually to have mm-hmm. low 
stomach acid. Mm -hmm. um, so taking the ant acid that you think is because you have too much stomach acid mm -hmm. is actually then lowering your stomach acid. Even more. Right. So it's, and I sometimes I'll just take a shot of apple cider vinegar uh -huh. in that situation, but I'm currently out. <laughs> So we need, we need to maybe uh, go grocery shopping. I have like this list of things I need to like order online, you know, uh -huh. the probiotics and a couple of other like household things. And I just haven't made the time to do it. <laughs> so yes, I do. But you know, yes. on this note, we talked about this probably like 50 episodes ago. What? I you're have, an underwriter? Well, no. So oh. well, that too. But I have Red Cross has set up my thyroid prescription on automatic. Uh huh. So it texts me that and it I, says, "Hey, lady, you're out. Come pick it up. We have it ready for you." Like I don't even have to call the prescription in. Can you text them and say, "I need some apple cider vinegar, also, please"? <laughs> I don't think they oh, sell that. Oh, and thing. some probiotics. <laughs> they might sell that thing, but not the one that I use. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm like. Darcy said, you know, we can set this up on automatic refill. I'm like, like, you can? There's such a thing. And if I get really busy, they will even bring it to me. This is a good thing. Pharmacy win. This is a very good thing. This is why you thing. should shop local. Yeah, for a local <laughs> pharmacy. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, what was the best thing you ate this week? The best thing I ate this week was probably the lunch that we had out in Boise mm. because somebody else prepared it and I ate it off a plate that was not in my dining room. <laughs> um, it was, uh, I think it's called a Pocky Bowl. P-O-K-E. Or is it Pokey? Anyway. Pokey. It's Pokey. Pokey. Sure. It was... Tuna. I was gonna say add tuna. Tuna yeah. and carrots and cucumbers mm -hmm. and sesame seeds. That does sound good. And edamame and some sort. It had just a little bit of goo. It wasn't a lot of goo. It was just a little bit of goo. And it was and rice and it was. Just delicious. so everyone knows, Angie calls any kind of sauce goo. Any kind of sauce is goo. Yes. People are like, what is she talking about? Goo? No, no, it just had some sort of little goo on the top that it didn't overpower the whole thing uh -huh. and it didn't make it super soggy. It was it was very good. I could have very easily over eaten it tonight. It's like, nope, that's enough. I'm yeah. done. Well, on the Chronicles of the Air Fryer. <laughs> What'd you make this time? I just love those little sweet mini peppers. Okay. In the air fryer. Oh. They're just, they have a whole new flavor. It's like barbecuing them, uh -huh. which I'm pretty sure I have already said on the podcast. So. If you barbecue your mini peppers, they're like the mini bell peppers. Right. For those that are confused. They're just, they taste so different. And if you put them in the air fryer. How long did you put them in? Like two minutes? No, I think it was like 10. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Six what did you do? Them? Just eat them whole? Do you cut them up and put them on your salad? What do you so do? So I do them whole, but people in my family complain about having to pick the seeds out. Uh huh. So this time I sliced them up, up in quarters uh -huh. and air fried them, and then I just ate them with my rice and chicken. Nice. Yeah. Delicious. It was like a Britney pokey bowl. It had <laughs> rice and chicken that I had grilled and marinated mm -hmm. and little mini peppers. But you had no goo. I did not have goo. Uh-huh. Did I? Oh, I did. I have coconut aminos on there. That's not goo. That's coconut aminos. <laughs> sauce. <laughs> it qualifies as a sauce. It does. It does. I will give you that. So, uh -huh. yeah. That's All what right. we did. We're almost to 100. I know. Next week, we're going to talk about... Last week, we talked about strength training. Uh-huh. And next week, we're going to talk about cardiovascular exercise. That's my favorite. 
Perfect. And then we have our guests, our every 10 guests. So dun, dun, I don't dun. think she's a guest anymore. She's like a... She's a third co-host. I was going to say, she's a co-co-host. <laughs> but we'll just call her a co-host. Yeah, Co-co, that would work. Co-co-host sounds a little silly. That's a little much. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Remember, you can post your questions to us. Yep. And be entered to win a prize. Because a hundred episodes is a Q and A.